Hello and welcome to the Filmmaking Stuff Podcast, where you'll get insider tactics on how to make, market, and sell your movie without the middleman. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome your host, LA-based motion picture executive, Jason Brubaker. Hey filmmakers, Jason Brubaker talking to you from sunny Southern California. Welcome to today's show. Uh, Joining us is the Tom Malloy yet again. Um, at, th- at this point, I'm like, Tom, you know, you're joining us uh, for a lot of these shows. So I, I should be like Jason Brubaker and Tom Malloy talking to you from sunny Southern California. Except yes, uh, the, you're in I'm New the York. guest in residence, I guess. <laughs> yeah. that, that say. <laughs> oh, man. You know, it was interesting. We were in the mastermind call the other day. And, and I know, um, you know, we talk about a lot of stuff with the mastermind members. And it's just such a great community where people are kind of saying, OK, here's what I'm working on. Here's what has me stuck. Can anybody, you know, have some advice on how to overcome this thing? And I don't know how it came up, but in that conversation, uh, it was that idea of resistance where sometimes you don't want to take a step in the direction of your dreams um, for many, many number of reasons, but we'll just call it resistance. Maybe it's fear. Maybe it's you're tired. Maybe you just don't feel like it. Um, and I said, you know, the thing is, it's, it's a lot like going to the gym. You know, if you've ever had that experience where you hit resistance, but you go to the gym, then you're halfway through your workout and, uh, and you're like, why don't I go to the gym every day? I feel great. And that's kind of the same way with everything that we do here, whether it's writing a screenplay or, you know, reaching out to that investor or that Hollywood heavyweight that you feel fearful about reaching out to. And then you said something. And I'm just going to say, I'm going to have you say it again, Tom, but, but it profoundly changed my perspective. In fact, this thing that Tom Malloy shared with me, I used it yesterday for the first time. Um, and in my case, I, w- I was making some cold calls and some outreach to some people. And uh, it's usually not something I really totally enjoy doing. And um, I use this technique and I'm telling you, things turned around for me and I'm using it again today. And uh, I, think it's, I think it changed my life. And I know that's hyperbole. I know that sounds insane. Um, I know I texted you when I said that and you probably thought like, oh, uh, Jason's sleep deprived yet again. Then, you know, the new dad with the, with the baby that keeps him up all night. Could be a little bit of that, Tom, but I'm telling you, this is like, this is dynamite um, in, in like the most awesome, positive way. Yeah. Um, so, so now that, now that I've built that up. Well, on that note, it's, it's, it, there are things that happen. One person could say one thing like, Hey man, your haircut looks good or this or that. And that could literally change your life, you know? And so hopefully I'm glad that this, this thing, uh, changed your life, you know, that's good. And hopefully we'll continue. So that's uh, funny, man. Uh, yeah. And, and, you know, the nice thing about what you and I are talking about today, this is going to go out as a podcast. So somebody might hear this two years from now, and, and I hope it has, if you're listening to this, I hope what Tom's about to say, and, and it's going to be simple. I really built this up a lot, but uh, <laughs> so, so a little bit back on Tom, for those of you getting to know him, uh, if you've been around a while, you know, Tom is continually producing films. He's always in the hustle. And having worked with you now, Tom, for, uh, geez, close to a decade, um, you know, the interesting thing is you're like my task manager guru. Like, I don't know anybody that can take a list of things and get it done with such focus. Um, but, you know, again, going back to the resistance of everything, like, so let's start there. How, how do you get things done? Or, or let me say it another way. Those days when you don't feel like doing crap, how do you overcome that and still you know, maintain the discipline to get it done. So this is the, the, the thing that I said to you, yeah, was it yesterday? Yeah. Or two days ago. And it's, um, it's basically this is that most people let their 
emotions control their actions, meaning they feel bad, they feel tired, they're, you know, they say it out loud, they project it into the universe, and then that dictates the actions that they're going to do during the day. And what I say, and I'm not the first person who said this, but this is what I live my life by, is to flip it. And you let your actions control your emotions, meaning you force yourself to go to the gym. You don't think, you almost you almost put the emotions outside of your head. You just put them over here, put them in the back, hide them, right? And then do it. And then your actions control your emotions. So the same with work. I found early on in my career, those days where I felt lazy and then I went, this is going back because this hasn't happened in a long time. And I went and I sat on the couch and didn't do things. I felt really guilty afterwards. So, you know, my emotions controlled that action. I didn't do anything. And then I, it was crap afterwards and I didn't get stuff done versus there'll be days where I'm tired and I will force through and, you know, maybe it's writing a script, maybe it's doing this or that. And at the end, I'm like buzzing, you know what I mean? Because I'm like, look at what the actions did. They controlled my emotions to go, man, you feel really good about the stuff that you've done. And there it is. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and the interesting part about that for me is, uh, you know, when I'm not feeling like, like I'll use that example of yesterday, like the thing that I was doing this outreach, I did not feel like doing that. Um, but then, you know, you know, that reframing it the way you said is, is I said to myself, okay, I'm going to make these calls. I don't feel like doing, or, or actually I said, I took the feel out of that. I said to myself, I'm going to make these calls and then I'll see how I feel. It's so great. It's so true. It's so many things in life. And, I, you know, I'm not the perfect person I'm for every aspect of it, but it's like even down to social anxiety, you know, or talking to a potential date or something like that. And just going up, you kind of just go, you have to live by a no should have. It's like, oh, I should have done that. Or I should have talked to that person. Or I should have sent that email. I should have written five pages of my script today. Try to eliminate the no should have's and do them anyway, and then see how you feel. And I guarantee you'll feel much better. Action leads to results and it leads to positive emotions many times, you know? More. Yeah. And similar to the gym, you know, I was halfway through all that stuff and I, I was just like knocking stuff off my to-do list. And I was like, wow, this, like, I feel great. It, it was that same feeling of going to the gym, but instead of asking myself, why am I, why don't I do this all the time? It's sort of like, now I said, oh, the way to do it is I'll do it. Then I'll see how I feel without That's thinking great. about it. So, you know, and, and I'm going to, we're sharing this today because I think you know, one of the interesting things, and I know we've talked about this, but what we notice with our mastermind members is there's a lot of talent in the group. Um, but it's interesting sometimes how people let, you know, the fear or this resistance get in the way of what they're doing uh, to put themselves forward. So, you know, if you're listening to this and I don't know, sometimes the most talented people don't think that they have any talent at all. But then if you add this resistance to it, you know, one day goes by, you haven't done anything. Then a year goes by, you haven't done anything. And next thing you know, not a whole lot's happening. So I guess the one, the one thing is um, to add to what you're saying is when you not only don't feel like doing it, but you also think that your work is crap. Um, how do you, how do you overcome that one? Well, you just push through anyway, you know, it's, it's, there's, there's always going to be doubts and fears and, and, you know, just personally, you know, that voice inside your head that I talk about in some of the webinars, it's that's whispering, constantly whispering to you, you know, like, and it could be positive or negative. It could be, I look good today or like, man, I'm doing really great. Or it could be like, man, you look like crap. You need to lose weight or, you're, you know, you you this, whatever you're writing is crap. It, it's just don't let that dictate again, dictate your actions. Just do it anyway. Get to the end of something 
And then you start to evaluate it after that, like meaning just take the action no matter what. So many times I'll just take action on something because, you know, I'm a big fan of my to-do lists and my, you know, every single day I have these massive to-do lists that I do and I just go through it. And sometimes I'll go, man, this is, you know, this is a tough day or something like that. But that doesn't mean I'm going to stop checking boxes off. You know, I'm still going through it and still pushing. And God, I get to a point where if I don't work hard or I feel that I've done enough for the day, I get very guilty. You know, I, I, and that's just me. I've told many people this that I don't really go on vacation ever. You know, it's like, of course, I'm telling somebody this morning, the dentist of all people that I'm going to um, Costa Rica in May and then I'll be in France in mid-May, which is true. I'm going to Costa Rica. And they're like, oh, vacation both. I'm like, neither. I said, there's no vacation. I I can't imagine. And people ask me all the time, hey, come on a cruise, you know, come to Mexico, do something. I don't want to do that unless it's for like a day or something like that. But Costa Rica, I'm speaking at the university uh, for film students. And then Cannes, uh, France is the Cannes Film Festival. We're, we're at the market. So I don't take those because I would, I would feel good by day two of a vacation. I would be like, <laughs> what am I doing? Like I'm missing aspects, trying to push my career forward. Now, the thing is, you may go, somebody might listen to this, go, oh, he's a workaholic, blah, blah, blah. The thing is, you have to love that. I enjoy doing that. You know, if I hated every moment of it, yeah, that'd probably be bad and, and detrimental to my health. That makes me happy. Vacations don't make me happy. You know what I mean? Working and working and working vacations where, as you well know, I do have fun on all these things. I work hard and I play hard. Uh, it does make me happy just having that as part of my life. You know, they say like, you know, with your work and all that kind of stuff, and, and you found some real joy in it. But another thing that's come up a bit in our mastermind, and it's all related to getting things done, is like understanding what your why is. And, and so it's like, okay, these are all the things I have to do. I don't feel like doing it today. And oftentimes the reason is you don't really have a good vision for your future. Um, but before we address that, I want to just admit to everybody listening that I hit a point in life where, you know, I, I definitely have been for, I don't know how long in a real comfort zone, especially during COVID and stuff like my ambition hasn't quite been what it, what it has been. And my sleep with the newborn baby hasn't been what it has been. So I'm, I'm sure that affects it. Um, but you know, for those of you that are like, oh, I, I know I want to do this thing, but it's just not, you know, my why is not there. And I, I kind of feel comfortable and yeah, maybe I'll just let today go or next week go or that kind of thing. You know, what I did is, is because my vision right now, and I'm still trying to figure out what the next phase is and, and what, you know, for the next chapter for my own family vision, uh, with my wife and our daughter and stuff, you know what I did? Uh, I also applied your strategy from earlier about, I'll do it and then I'll figure it out um, to the entire vision because I realized that I was giving myself such pressure to have a vision because that's what every guru says. You got to have the vision, you got to have the why. And what if you don't have the exact why? Like, I know I enjoy doing stuff just like you're mentioning. And I know you have a vision, but I, I said to myself yesterday and, and this helped too is, um, you know what? I'm going to do this work. I'm going to, I'm going to get the results from this work and then I'll figure out what my vision is, you know, right. uh, which is just a, a variation on what you just said, because that alone got me through the day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, and somebody else might be listening. I'm trying to, you know, make sure that I answer anybody's questions. If somebody can easily shoot it down. And, and the, the next one that I would say is somebody might go, well, what, that's easy to say when you have money and success. And the answer is you can still move forward. And one of the people that we were just mentioning, I won't mention him by name, but he's an old friend. 
that was a movie producer and then was having a, a kind of crisis in his life. And this is going back in 2000, maybe eight or so. And I gave him a book uh, at that time called The Power of Intention by Wayne Dyer. And, you know, I'm not saying that everything has always been incredible for me because I went through a divorce and up and down. But at that time, it was good. You know, and I, I had things upcoming that would go up and down. But it, I gave him a book called The Power of Intention. And what he did is he started an Internet business and he confided in me that for I think six months, he made $0 on that internet business, $0. And then after six months, he made $50 a day. And that was it. That's things started going. And at that point, when we had reconnected years later, this was after I'd given a book, you're going, you know, cutting back six years, he was at the top. Like he was up to, at that time, he had confided me that he was making $5,000 a day. And anybody listening could do the math on that. What I'm getting at is that go with what has the energy or what makes you feel good. And I don't mean feel good. Like, you know, I'll drink a couple of beers. That'll make me feel good. I mean, like if you're doing something business-wise, you're building something, you're going, man, this feels like there's some really energy behind it. Uh, go with that. You know, I, I, my friend was the founder of Barry's Bootcamp, which is huge now. And when she opened the first one, she just kept saying to everybody, I know this is going to work. I know this is going to work. And, you know, it took that risk. So if you could feel the universe gives you signs, I really believe in that. And if you could feel that energy and go, this feels like something's going to come from this, keep pushing, just keep doing, keep doing it. And sooner or later, the money will start to come as a natural, uh, you know, residual of that. Yeah. And, and while we're on the topic too, of like leveling up and kind of being pulled by that energy and, and getting over those times with some strategies when you don't feel like you have that energy, um, you and I talk a lot offline, so I know what you're up to. And I know also you have some deals in the works and you really can't give any specifics. So I'm not going to ask you to do that. Uh, although I will tell the listeners that some of the stuff Tom's working on is like uber exciting. And uh, like every day I'm like, I want to work on some of that stuff with you, Tom, because um, <laughs> it sounds fun. Uh, but how do you I mean, you you know, we talk a lot about the idea of leveling up your your filmmaking. And, and I think sometimes we say that and you and I know what that means. And the people in the mastermind know what that means, because we talk about it as like a core tenant of what we do. Um, but I was thinking about, you know, especially some of these major projects that you have on the horizon. How do you continually keep yourself excited enough to level up and level up and level up? You know, we talked in our last podcast about backyard indies and now some of the stuff you're doing, you know, at the studio level and, and it's cool. Like what excites you? You know, like sometimes you feel like, remember those people, you've heard that story about people that go to space, they've achieved everything in life. They come back and they're a little depressed. Mm -hmm. I never get that vibe from you. Even after you like achieved like a pretty cool goal. I'm like, all right, now he's going to take a break. Now he's yeah. taking a vacation. You're no, not taking would, a vacation or a break. <laughs> I would go to space and go, all right, what's next? What next could I do? That's cool. You know what I mean? Like, and what haven't I done? It, you know, I think that you, well, you know, I'll say it again, because this is something that uh, I say a lot, but I, it's worth repeating if somebody's hearing stuff for the first time is my ant theory. You know, I, I always talk about the ant theory, which is, from the comedian Brian Regan was talking about watching an ants build an ant hole or an ant hill when he was a kid. And then they'd be working on it. He just watch him. And then every once in a while he'd take his hand and swipe it across and he'd be like rebuild. And he goes, and there was never a moment where the ants were like, Oh, come on. We did all this work. Like, come on. They immediately just started rebuilding. And I use that career wise. You know how many times there's been deals that fell through or this didn't happen. And I never take that moment, which a lot of people do. They take that go there. Oh, and, and that moment could be two weeks in bed and not getting out and going, ah, oh, this deal fell through. I was counting on everything. I immediately, I mean, obviously there may be a, 
a, a, a half hour of disappointment, but I immediately go, all right, what do I got to do? How do, what do I do now? So I feel that I'm the ant in a way that I'm here and then, okay, that doesn't work. Go here. You know, and then this, oh, I built that one. Great. Now let's go to the next one so that you're keeping busy. And you're, again, that's a perfect example of action controlling your emotions. Because if I let the emotions control the actions, something fell through and I'd be bummed for two weeks and then just go, I just watch Netflix for the next two weeks, you know, and that's a mistake, you know, just take the action, no matter what happens and keep taking action and things will just start to materialize. Yeah. And and there's so many of these things, as you've mentioned earlier too, no matter what your financial situation is at a specific time in your life, which, you know, myself, I've been broke. I I distinctly remember like, (laughs) it's not a good feeling. Uh, I remember losing jobs and all sorts of stuff. And, and, uh, and that can be a pretty depressing, you know, crappy time. But, um, you know, the thing is about this opportunity we have, like making movies and telling stories and that kind of stuff is there's always another story to tell. And I know you've written 30 plus screenplays. And, and I just know, you know, when you're telling this, I'm like, oh, well, one of the reasons why Tom gets over this is because he always has some other deal on the pipeline. Yes. If you're never married to just one deal. And I think a lot of filmmakers creatives and frankly business entrepreneurs are like nope i only have this one thing and if this falls apart that i'm going to feel crappy like it's like they anchor their whole emotional state to that one thing totally and, th- and i've seen it even on the micro levels talking to filmmakers and they're like i need you know jamie fox for this role and i'd say okay there's you know you do know that there's 20 30 other people that could play that role and give you the kind of credibility you need and get your film finance. No, no, I want Jamie Foxx. That's it. And it's like going that specific is very tough. You know what I mean? And the chances of that happening are very small. And why, why limit yourself there? Keep the open mind and go, well, it could be this, you know, it could be Don Cheadle. It could be this, you know what I mean? Like somebody else that that could fit in there that you could keep an open mind to and and don't be too micro specific where if you don't get Jamie Foxx, you're like, oh, you can make that your goal. And that's the person you want, but be open that if you don't, you're just like, well, here's my backup plan. Here's what I'm going to do this and that. Here's your, here's how I'm going to shift and pivot if this doesn't work out. Yeah. Well, Hey man, thanks again for stopping by this. This is great because, you know, I think so often we focus on, you know, what's the best camera or lights or that kind of stuff, but uh, really, you know, all of this begins with you and your ability to, to control, you know, control your emotions, which affect your calendar, which affects how you spend your days and days lead to weeks, weeks lead to months, months lead to years, as I know all of you listening know. Um, And I know that you've all had that experience where, you know, the whole day went by and you look at your to-do list and you haven't even done anything of, you know, of value that you'd set out to do. So uh, hopefully, you know, what Tom was saying, um, hopefully that's helpful. And don't let the past dictate your future, meaning, there's, I think it was um, Michael Beckwith, uh, Reverend Michael Beckwith, that was saying, you know, if it, I flick this light switch and every time I flick it, it doesn't turn on, right? It doesn't turn on. And then one day I replace the bulb in that lamp right there. Then I flick the light switch on it. It works. It doesn't matter how many times I flick the light switch, it didn't work. I've now solved that problem and now it's going to work, right? So you can't take any of those past experiences where you flick the light switch and it didn't work. Keep flicking the light switch and then go and find a new approach. All right. Maybe it's not the light switch. Maybe it's the lamp. Maybe it's this. You know what I mean? And then suddenly that point on, you're successful. I used to tell a story when I spoke to kids about a guy who uh, I, I guess I wish I could remember the way this because this is going back 20 years when I used to speak at high schools, motivate kids. But a guy that uh, ran for Congress and lost and his then his 
one of his best friends, or I think his wife or, or his girlfriend committed suicide. Then he lost some family members. Then he ran for Senate. He lost. He ran for something else and he lost. Ran for House of Representatives. And he lost. Anyway, that was Abraham Lincoln because he ran for president. and He won. So nobody looks at Abraham Lincoln and goes, man, he lost for 20 years. No one says that. They only say he's one of the greatest presidents, top five easily of all time. And they only focus on the win. You know what I mean? Like, so they don't go, well, you know, Jason, three years you struggled. They go, Jason just made a hit movie. That's all it is about. You know what I mean? And so focus on the success. Don't worry about the past. Just keep building up to the future and you'll get there. Awesome. Tom, thanks again. Great. Awesome, brother. Hey, for those of you that want some more information on the Filmmaking Stuff Mastermind, check it out over at Filmmaking Stuff HQ. Would love to have you in there. So head on over there and apply to become a member today. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of the Filmmaking Stuff podcast with Jason Brubaker. If you like our show and want to get more filmmaking info, make sure you check out filmmakingstuff.com and join us every week for new filmmaking tactics. Until next time, take action and make your movie now.